Bienvenidos, familia, and happy Hispanic Heritage Month, Middle Church. Whether you are Mexican or Puerto Rican, Cuban or Salvadorian, Dominican or Guatemalan, Colombian or Honduran, Ecuadorian or Peruvian, this month is about celebrating you. Thanks, Ashley. Um, we are so excited to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. So let's get into our worship and our opening hymn. But before we do, a deep centering breath together. And let us worship God. Here we go. El Espíritu de Dios se mueve. Se mueve, se mueve, el Espíritu de Dios se mueve dentro de tu corazón. Pretty easy, see if you can do it. El Espíritu de Dios se mueve, I like it. Se mueve, se mueve, what? El Espíritu de Dios se mueve dentro de tu corazón. Try without us. El uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. Se mueve dentro de tu Could we stand? Try it one more time. El Espíritu de Dios se mueve, se mueve, se mueve. El Espíritu de Dios se mueve dentro de tu corazón. I grew up in a Spanish-speaking Methodist church. So this was a time where people fellowshiped and kind of just gave praise and joy. So I'm going to invite you into this kind of realm of fellowship, right? Just where you're at in your seat and see if you can invite God's spirit just where you're at in a different tongue to come forward. Let's see what we got. El Espíritu de Dios se mueve, se mueve. Que se 
mueva dentro de tu corazón. Amen. Thank you. Hi, middle family. I have missed you so much. My name is Bianca, and this is Benicio. <laughs> and we are so excited to welcome you to the message for all ages, Hablamos edition. So this month at Middle, we are kicking off Hispanic heritage. So we're going to be sharing all sorts of beautiful things from our culture. And today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the word generosity. That's a big word. What does it mean? I'm glad you asked. So generosity just means giving freely from your heart, giving from a place of kindness and love. So I want to give to you by sharing a Mexican folk art that I think is really cool that I grew up with. You'll find them at celebrations. There's these beautiful paper, colorful streamers draped across the street, right? Hanging high in the air. Have you ever seen them? Maybe if you saw the movie Coco, you might know what I'm talking about. But it's this beautiful craft called papel picado. Can you say that with me? Papel picado. <laughs> so good. Papel picado. So papel picado just translates to paper cuts. And these are our papel picado that we want to share with you. So we got a chance to go out to the country and visit our cousins, primos, out in upstate New York. <laughs> and we want to invite you to come with us. Come check it out. Look at what we created together. You guys want to talk a little bit about what you made? How about um, this one? That one is, I wrote, I wrote kind to the earth and we made a tree. That's right. Because some of the oceans are full of trash and plastic. That's right. So we know that, right? So we can we can do what we can by drinking out of, you know, water bottles that aren't made of plastic. So that's yeah. a great thing. So this is our prayer flag for the earth. Okay. What about you, Vivi? You want to talk about yours? I made this cool sun pattern. Sun pattern. Awesome. So that's our our prayer flag for the sun. This one just says, be yourself. And I think that's really awesome, too, because God shines through each and every one of us. Welcome back. It was so much fun sharing art and crafts with you and expressing ourselves through Papel Picado. So I can't wait to share all the cultural stuff that we're going to be learning about this month. But today, I'm so grateful to learn about generosity and what it means to share something from your heart. So let's say a prayer of thanks to God. Dear God, we are so grateful for all of your blessings from clean air to breathe, from trees that provide oxygen, from clean water to drink, from sun shining on our faces. Lift up all that is kind and generous in our spirits and just magnify it, Lord. Let it just grow and grow and fill us up so that we can do your work. So we can do all the good work that awaits us this fall. Amen. So let's sing Siahamba and listen for a message from our God.
Hey, I'm Amanda. I'm one of the ministers here at Middle Church. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm so glad that you're worshiping with us this morning. There's a couple of really exciting things that are happening in the life of our church that I'd like to bring your attention to. The first is that homecoming is two weeks from today. That's right, 14 days away to our homecoming celebration, which is on Sunday, October the 4th. You can join us online in our regular worship time at 1145. And then after worship, that will be a virtual fair where you can meet our whole staff, hear from our executive ministers, and see all of the things that are in store for the 2020-21 program year. And a reminder that we are in the middle of a homecoming countdown fundraising drive. We are looking to have 100% member giving participation by homecoming. Give whatever you can, whether it's a $1, $10, $100, or $1,000. Together, we have enough. Please give what you can today on our way to homecoming. This fall, we have several new small groups and Bible studies kicking off. You can find all of the information about small groups and studies at middlechurch.org slash virtual gatherings. Our second Freedom Lab, the battle for the soul of the nation, will be on Thursday, October 1st. And the third of our senior pastor, Reverend Dr. Jackie Lewis's anti-racism workshops will be on October 7th and 8th. All registration information can be found at middlechurch.org. Friends, we are so glad again that you are worshiping with us today. We're going to transition now into a time of prayer. If you're like me, you're thinking about how fast can 2020 come to an end? What a horrific, hot mess year. COVID shuts us down, takes us from our places of work, makes our income unstable, makes us poor. Many of us are worried about eviction. We don't have enough to pay our bills and 200,000 people are dead. Some of them are relatives and friends. Literally, our nation is on fire. Literally, California is burning. That smoke is coming all the way to the East Coast and all the way over to Europe. That's the way the fire is working. And we're still in denial about climate change from the highest places of government. How sick that makes us to our stomach. The way religion is being collapsed into politics and it all feels right wing and, and claustrophobic and like it's going to choke us to death. And the way George Floyd was choked to death and the way black bodies continue to be assaulted and killed in this hot mess time. We can hardly bear it. And we lost Justice Ginsburg and we lost John Lewis and we lost C.T. Vivian and we've lost so many of our civil rights icons. Martin King, Ella Baker, Anna Julia Cooper, Megger Evers, Jimmy Lee Jackson, a civil rights leader who was working peacefully for voting rights and was killed in Selma, beaten and shot. And the movement grieved, it cried, it mourned, and it kept moving. It kept moving. It kept organizing and it organized Selma and it organized the voting rights and it made sure that Jimmy's death was not in vain. His bright light went out, their bright lights have gone out and our bright light is on and we are called and it's our turn. We are the ones we've been waiting for. And so even as we grieve, today we can go to Tompkins Square Park and do actions around census and voting 
from noon to three. On October 1, we can join the uh, Freedom Lab and learn more about the democratic process and how our votes work and what we can do about the Supreme Court. And we can take a particular action in honor of Justice Ginsburg by texting 50409 to RBG. And when you do that, you'll be speaking to your senator and you'll be telling them, uh, no, no confirmations till after the inauguration. That's fair, that's just, let's take a minute. Our grief is a part of our humanity. And what makes it prophetic is that it has the long view. It can see the future. It understands that we're in it, that we stand in a long line of ancestors and faithful people who have worked to heal the world. And it's our turn. It's our turn to grieve, to pray, to move together. Middle Church, please join me in prayer in whatever posture feels comfortable for you today. Mother God, you are all-knowing. You are holy and good, and we want to make much of you. We repent of the sin that human creation has caused upon this earth and upon your creation. God, we know that we have not treated your earth the way that you intended. We know that the fires that are ablaze in California right now are a reflection of climate change and our inability to progressively and quickly enough fix all of our issues with fossil fuels and mass waste. And we repent of that. God, we repent of how we have treated our siblings, especially those who are black and brown and indigenous. We know that we have treated people unfairly and we apologize for the hurt that we've, that we've caused. Hurt that is known to us and hurt that is unknown to us. We lift it up to you. God, we ask that as this election season gets closer and closer that your righteous justice would reign over this United States. Make us a people who are able to fight for what is right, who are humble in spirit, and who are glad to put your glory above all. Thank you because you hear all of the prayers that are said and all of those that are not said deep within our hearts. You know us because you formed us and you love us just the way that we are. It's in your many names that we pray. Amen. Júntate conmigo ahora a orar el Padre Nuestro. Padre Nuestro que estás en el cielo, Santificado sea tu nombre. Venga a nosotros tu reino. Hágase tu voluntad así en la tierra como en el cielo. Danos hoy en nuestro pan de cada día y perdona nuestras ofensas, como también nosotros perdonamos a los que nos ofenden. No nos dejes caer en tentación y líbranos de mal. 
porque tuyo es el reino y el poder y la gloria por siempre, por los siglos de los siglos. Amén.
reading from the book of Matthew, chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you also go into the vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, why are you standing here idly all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, these last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I'm a big admirer of my niece. In her last year of college, she had to get three jobs. She worked for a restaurant on the weekends as a hostess. She had a paid internship in Washington, D.C. And she also had to work as a secretary for her sorority. All of this for her to graduate without any college debt, which was one of her goals. Uh, she was fully aware that as a DACA student, everything was set up against her. And I find this extraordinary. How is it that these students who are giving everything of themselves, the future doctors, engineers, the future pilots of America, have to go the extra mile in order to simply get an education? And I realize, of course, they are seen as uh, supplicants. Their education is seen as a privilege America is giving to them, not as a right despite the fact that they live in this country their whole lives. And DACA students, among many other immigrants, have to face these challenges of belonging here. In the case of students, you will find that there's the elements that you already probably know, the inequality in funding for schools. There's the uh, intrinsic racial bias in college admissions. And of course, there is the mountain of debt that all students of all kinds have to face in order to get a college education. Even if you're not looking to get a college education in America, to be an immigrant represents 
a constant battle against a legal system and a cultural uh, setup that see you as less of. This is historic. We heard it from the Italians, the Irish, and then later on there was, you know, you name it, Mexican, African, Venezuelan, for instance. We are always seen as uh, something that came to ruin uh, pre-Lapsarian America of, of where everything was good and great, uh, right? Because supposedly everything was great before until we arrive. You and I know that this is nonsense. America has a history of uh, evolution, of acceptance, along with this history of rejection. And every time that America opens its heart and its mind, we actually become a more perfect union. That was the whole plan. So knowing this, what do we do as people of God? What does the Bible tell us? Oh, as always, God is very clear. It's about loving, it's about accepting, it's about following the example that the Almighty gives us. Give everyone the same reward, no matter if they come here earlier or later, because in the end, this all belongs to God. And if God decides that we should have the same reward, who am I to disagree with him? Who are we as a society to disagree? with the generosity of our Father. This is what I would love you to do, middle people. Every time you're in a conversation with someone says some joking comment about the value of immigrants, be the guardian of truth and remind everyone the contributions that immigrants of all parts of the world provide to this country. Did you know, for instance, that many of the immigrant doctors that come to the United States are from Nigeria? And if we weren't for Nigeria, a lot of hospitals in rural America uh, would not have enough doctors. Little things like this will help us channel the conversation to what God commanded us to do, to be kind to the Samaritan, to open the door to the stranger and the immigrant. I know, Middle, that you have all the power in the world to do this. And I cannot wait to see you again when all this has happened so we can keep bringing the kingdom of God as we pray every time. Always remember, God is generous, period. Hola, I'm Edna Benitez. And thank you, Carlos, for your inspiring words. Si, Dios es generoso. God is generous. I walked into Middle Collegiate Church about 19 years ago. And it was so refreshing to see a group of members that were multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-generational, and later to experience this rich, diverse community. Black, indigenous, people of color, gay, straight, bi, trans are all welcomed and celebrated, not just one month each year, but every day. Another blessing at Middle is the variety of groups that are programmed to engage and support you. Now I'm a doer and this social distancing period of restriction has been challenging, but luckily there's always something important to do at Middle. Justice is a way of life. 
I've joined the voter reform group. And this is where we reach out and inform nationwide voters that your vote matters, especially in marginalized districts. We've already reached out to 25,000 homes and still counting. Another program dear to my heart is Hablamos. It is where Carlos, Bianca, and I eagerly share our culture, as well as our beautiful Spanish language, while never forgetting that our bodies are criminalized at the border and that our Hispanic contribution to this nation has been erased. Thank you, Middle, for Hablamos and for providing a space for us. There are over 25 groups available at Middle. There's Middle Out Loud, there's the Middle, middle Prayers, there's Queer Black Men, the arts are represented. You can take writing, acting classes and sing in the choir and learn to play the ukulele. Join us in these lively activities. Join this movement. Sign up and become a member. Support and partake in middle spiritual, active and loving ways. Please donate. Even in these difficult times, do not underestimate the impact of your generosity. Go to our website at middlechurch.org or our Facebook page at Middle Collegiate Church and click Donate. You can also text your gifts to 917-924-4666 or use Vimo. Our username is at Middle Collegiate Church. I found my spiritual and active place at Middle, and I hope you do too. Un fuerte abrazo. Thank you.
wasn't that a beautiful offertory song by the Children's Community Chorus? And now that you have given your gifts and offerings, let us pray. Most loving God, bless these your people and bless these gifts and offerings. May they be used to further your work of radical love in the world. Amen. Here we are, my friends. It says, when o'er the hills morning light is breaking, once more your glory is born. Filled with the joy, all the fields are waking, and grow the grass in the thorn. A different day now is dawning, and yet with fear I am today, everybody. Thank you so much. Muchísimas gracias a todos for this beautiful worship. Thank you very much. God is indeed generous. And one of the things that God has generously do, done is to give us every good thing that we need to do that which we're called to do. We have compassionate hearts and that's why we grieve. We can feel deeply the, the, the space between the now and the not yet, and that's why we mourn. We also are the hands, the feet, and the heartbeat of the living God and there is work to do. So let us grieve prophetically. And that means we cry, we dry our tears, and we move. 
grieve, pray, move, my family. Go in love. Amen.